Hey guys, this is a super nerdy episode. This is baseball, sports cards, hardcore. Jason Kuntz, uh, a friend of mine who's really helped me navigate the sports card world recently, uh, comes by and we shop it up. This is absolutely for the people that are trying to make small investments and get big flips. And when I say big flips, like spend 200 bucks and get 500 bucks in a couple of months if you make the right call because there's always volatility. But I think you're going to enjoy this. You can deploy this against sneakers, flipping, comic books, a lot of things. But pay attention if you're ready to enter the game. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Hey everybody, it's Gary Vaynerchuk and this is another episode in the Gary V Audio Experience, the podcast that my mom loves. Um, anyway, I, I'm really excited about this episode. It's been uh, months in the making. Uh, as anybody who's been closely paying attention to me over the last year, but especially over the last six months, I have uh, absolutely become louder about the sports card industry. Uh, many of you that have been following me a long time knows that that is absolutely my origin story in entrepreneurship. And on, on, on today's podcast, I have a guest, so it's a conversation less than an Ask Gary Vee show, though because we do a bunch of stuff together, I feel like maybe he'll be back and we'll do an Ask Gary Vee follow-up, uh, so hopefully this uh, podcast inspires. Now, before you uh, skip this podcast because you're not into sports cards, I think we will be touching on quite a bit of entrepreneurial uh, nuances, uh, but more importantly, listen, just to set it up, what, the, the singular reason I do trash talk is because besides it being my hobby, which I'm more than happy to go garage sale five, 10, 15 times a year, the reason we turned it into a full production, you know, just for context for everybody who's watching, there's a lot of dollars associated with you know, weeks worth of production, things of that nature, is because I got tired of people giving me excuses that easy for you, and I was like, yeah, but it wasn't, and eventually in my head I was like, oh, it wasn't, and what did I do about it? Oh, I did this, oh wait, I can show this, YouTube, da da da. And it's just probably my favorite thing that's going on with me right now is the daily tons of tweets of people's eBay accounts or examples of things they bought. And it's really, really, really impactful. Take that into account in addition to a lot of people asking me, Gary, what should I invest in based on what I did in my career of investing? But a lot of those questions are five, ten, twenty-five thousand dollars and it's, you know, it's hard to get into Facebook or Twitter from an ecosystem standpoint, but even then, when you make that investment, then waiting five years, and a lot of people who are asking me, how do I invest $10,000, are actually asking me, how do I invest $10,000 and $20,000 as quickly as possible? How do I invest $15,000 and have $50,000 as quickly as possible? You know, if you wanna invest $10,000, invest in Amazon or Netflix or Facebook and close your eyes for a little while, and then all of a sudden, I started paying attention to the card market more than casual or once in a while. And I basically decided, because I know I'm going long-winded here, that if a friend of mine or an employee here at Vayner or definitely somebody on my team said, hey, I got 5K, and like, what's the most realistic way for me to have 10 to 15K? My answer has become sports card flipping based on actual things happening in sports while recognizing that if the economy softens, it's one of the first things to go. And so that excites me and, and I've been super excited to watch people make some nice flips. Uh, and that's a huge long intro because a couple years ago I met this man because, and this is very flattering, he wanted to meet me so he did a, I, I love people that do this. A lot of people, first of all, I love people hustling their way to meeting me, it's amazing, the grind, that's what I'm about. But. One of the things I do in a world where I'm super busy is I give away my time in a lunch format to charities. 
and do a lot of these things. And this gentleman won one of those things. And I love the way he explained it. He's like, it's a good arbitrage. And I'm like, you're right. I would do the same. If Macho Man Randy Savage had a charity buzz going on right now and was alive, I'd be bidding that shit up. Uh, and, uh, and we had a great talk. This was right as some of the things were hitting my radar. I asked him a bunch about his career. We're gonna do it again a little bit here. And then it rekindled when I started really getting serious earlier this year, late last year. We'll get into that. And a friend of mine, Ryan Shinman, is like, oh, but I got the plug. I got the guy. Like the three of us have to get together. It's the single most important meeting ever. I'm like, all right, like meet, let's meet this dude, and we get there. I'm like, dude, this is the dude that I met. And so with with all that, dude, who are you, and what do you do? Um, my name is Jason Koontz. I own a business Otia Sports. I buy, sell, grade sports cards, memorabilia. I've been doing it since 12 years old. Um, I'm an addict. I'm I'm addicted to the the rush, the flipping. You know, it's 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 my life. And give us context. 12 years old. So what year did you start? Um, was that 1980? I mean, I, I started collecting. I mean, I started actually making money in this at 12, like going to shows and like buying, story. buying cards for a dollar, flipping them for two, opening packs, doing everything. What um, year was that? Like, you know, mid nine, Grand Hill. Shack. What year were you born? 82. Good. Okay. Yeah. It was 1994. 1994. <laughs> Just let me help out here. Okay. And so in 1994 is like yeah. Grand Hill makes sense. Mm-hmm. What got you? You were into sports? Huge basketball fan, yeah. Love, love Scar. You know, you know what, Chase, You know what's crazy? Actually, I just first time, you know we talk a bunch now. Like that's the year I stopped. I went mm-hmm. hard from '87 to '94. It's kind of okay. neat, actually. Anyway, so you got all in. Yeah, went all in, and uh, I, I fell in love. I mean, basketball first, and then obviously that graduates to. At the time, there was more money in baseball. Um, Vintage baseball, or even or even current baseball. Everything but vintage baseball, um, and then. I slowly realized that my love was more for basketball and I, I focused on that. Um, and it seems now basketball is really picking up. I mean, that's kind of what we're both into. And Yeah, I mean, I think one of our connection points besides like in the macro is I think we see the world in a very similar way outside of when I get into very weird cards and want to buy like, you know, yeah. you, like when you, sugar daddy. You call me at midnight and you're like, you know, want some. Jason, tell everybody how ridiculous I actually am. Like, just like, because I think people are always looking for insights to like, is it really, like, just give them, give them, I don't know what, I actually am curious to hear what your anecdotal stories are gonna be. I'm about to start laughing probably. Give me like, like one or two so far in the last six months, like completely like, what the Well, I, I think the most. You know what they are, Lou? You got one? I have a couple. Okay, go. You I might mean, have to, Lou, you get comfortable. Well, I mean, the, the most, the most we talk is probably on like holiday weekends when everyone else is like <laughs> vacationing and like, you know, we're both we're both in our vacations. When I call you Memorial Day weekend and say I have a concept, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll be on the phone for an hour just talking about like a crazy yeah, idea. Like our all of our families are in the pool, like enjoying the sun, and like we're in the house and the computer, you know, just running through all our basketball ideas and like what we're gonna invest. I'm and by buy. the pool, by the way, in those scenarios. Okay. I'm like, what about like? What, give me another one. Like that is funny. You're right. It's like off times. What else? I mean, just yeah, definitely off times. I mean, midnight. I mean, you're, who knows where you're at in the world? I mean, you could be like. In the other side of the world, and you're calling me at like three in the morning, but <laughs> just like you're on, I know you're scrolling through eBay and you come across something like 1952 Wheaties basketball. And I'm like, all right, Gary, like, you know, if that's what you want, we'll look at I'm it. I'm super just on the record because we're gonna talk a bunch about the card market. You know, Twitter's very active, there's OG people, there's new people, there's a lot of interesting nuances to the card hobby world digitally and in the market. We're on the cusp of the national, which is gonna be a lot of fun. Um, one of my hot takes is the weird cards, you know, these when, you know, icy, slurpy, all these kind of like 
when not the official card companies made cards, there's a supply, like I think, you know, I just, I see it. It's kind of like, it feels to me that there's something brewing there and I'm always, you know, that or just people that have, are underrated. One, one of the things that, you know, Jason for me, for everybody out there is just such an incredible resource because I, I thrive on context. So I have a lot of good ideas but they're good ideas based on everything that happened in the hobby from 1994 back. You know, but obviously so much of the currency of the hobby right now is predicated on everything 1994 and up and I appreciate that. What a, let's, let's go into value for people that are still even listening. Top five things, you know, as a, as a rabbi to the industry, top five things, you know, there's a lot of people probably who are listening who are sneaker flippers, entrepreneurs, they're like getting curious about this. Top five things you tell somebody who's listening right now that kind of maybe doesn't know anything, kind of knows it, like, Lookouts or opportunities, go. I mean, the business is there's so much emotional based that just I see a lot of the value I take advantage of like after football season, like the two or three months after football season, as much inventory as you buy, it, it'll be worth 30% more at the start of football season in August. So right there, 25 Timing. Timing. Um, I always tell people like they want investment advice, buy what you love because I guarantee there's a lot of other people out there that love it too. And worst case, if this whole card thing, you know, the economy tanks and it does suck, you still have something you love. Um, obviously, I believe in it. You believe in it. Um, we're big on basketball. I love basketball. You buy. Um, people don't realize how rare this stuff is. I love is. Chris Herndon, who's a tight end for the Jets, who just got suspended moments ago for first four games of the year. Both hurts my feelings from a Jets perspective and from the bump that I expected in the beginning of the year. Yeah. Well, and, well, and like uh, a lot of people... Coins are right now, the coin market is valued about 10 times the card market. And I always ask everybody, how many people do you know that still collect coins? Zero. Who, who loves? Zero under 40. Yeah. Who loves cards? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get in here, bro. What? <laughs> you collect coins, bro? But I did recently get a gift. From some real old person. From my grandma. <laughs> yep. Uh. An old person. Of the craziest coin collection. I don't know what to do with it. So. Sell it. Yeah. Sell it and buy sports cards. <laughs> or sneakers or something that is like it's just markets right so that that's something I always like to, I always go off of because if if coins is 10 times the value and I can't think of a single person that collects coins and everyone collects cards it, that's just kind of where the market's headed all that money is going to get dumped into sports card and I, I right. think uh, by the way that was the most meta ever right grandparent generation pet just gives it to Max and Max maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago Max my generation I think might have been like, oh, hold on to these, they'll go up. Now as people have gotten into flipping culture, barter culture, transactional culture, and that's what eBay, the internet, PayPal, Venmo, block, that's what's happening. So now it runs through his head, well not his, cause he's like, I don't know what to do with it, but somebody that should be thinking a little bit stronger than that, of like, I'm gonna take this, convert it into another asset, and I couldn't agree with you more, bro. Yeah. I just, I, I just, you know, couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I, I keep seven, 70 or 80% of my net worth in cards and I would keep 100% if it didn't like scare my wife. Yep. But that's that's where I'm at, so. What, uh, that's a one, what else? Uh, with with what? With I wanna give, I wanna give value in this podcast. Yeah, for so sure. So like, what else do you think like, you know, like Caleb who's got like, I got a thousand bucks and like, I do want 3,000. Like, what is a good sh- short play? You gave everybody a good short play. Yeah. By off season. Yeah. Now, what, you know, what, you know, 
what else comes to mind? I mean, I, just looking for value. Like right now, like I, Steph Curry is amazing. As I think his stuff's going to slowly go up. Like if you want a little bit of a gamble, someone like James Harden, everyone hates him. Stuff is way undervalued. If he wins a title, people have very short memories. They're gonna, Has Kawhi stuff gone way up? Yes. Way up? Yes. Jesus. I, and so he was such a no-brainer. And so, I mean, you can you can invest like that just, just based off gambling, who, who's going to be good, or you can buy and sell. I mean, people, there's, that's the thing about cards. There's always people selling. You know, like when I see you at going to the garage sales, it reminds me of card shows. Yeah. You know, same thing. 100%. Um, so players, betting on players that you think are underpriced. Yes. What else? Um, what else pops to mind as a scenario? Oh, uh, well, let's go into this because this has been, I'm getting bombarded by this. Okay. Can you talk about the junk wax era? Because right now I'm getting hit up 15 times a day of Gary Vee, look at these cards that I have. What are they worth? And like my answer, like, you know, I'm trying to get through as many again, but you know, normally the answer is nothing or yeah. very little. Or what's really scaring me is people are not paying attention closely to what I'm saying. They're going with the headlines and they're going to garage sales right now and buying like, I just bought these cards for 80 bucks, Gary. I stole them. Look, there's a million of them. Like you bought $30 worth of cards right. and how you can even move it. Like talk to people about the junk wax era, which I think will save a lot of people a lot of time in their endeavors. So, so 80s, 80s and early 90s sucks. They produced an insane amount of it. We we average what, Yeah, what do people think in the... People, they just think quantity automatically assumes value, which is a problem. I mean, we we advertise, we probably get 15 to 20 emails a day of people selling us stuff. And, you know, 90% of that is, you know, this is what I have, you know, that's that's junk, but I have 300,000 of them. Okay, you have, you know, I always compare it to, if you have a pile of dog, just because you have, you know, 50 piles of dog. Oh, people are confused and think their collections are worth more because they have 8,000 big white boxes filled? Yeah. They, oh, interesting. Yeah, they think quantity means value. That's sad. Yeah, they'd say, you know, that card sucks. Well, but I have, you know, 10,000 of those. But it's just supply and demand. Right. Nobody wants your Todd Zeal second-year card. Correct. So oh, That was a good one, Todd Zeal. Todd Zeal. Get anyway, Greg, Greg Jeffries. Well, that's the classic. Todd Zeal's a good one. And so, and so one more time, because I want to bring value. Junk wax era, it, it, all of 80s into early 90s, all sports, because no, right? Because 86, 87, Fleer right, basketball. 86, yeah, that was yeah, 86, 80, you know, you could buy that for a couple hours a box and now it's you know, $70,000 a box, so. So 86, 87, Fleer basketball, what else stands out? Um, Anything? Not really. I know. Yeah, I mean, 88, I, I mean, the other basketball, 87 basketball, 88 basketball. But the thing is with baseball is. Because they didn't make as much, right? As well, basketball didn't have the same demand. No, they made a lot less. I mean, baseball, they made. Trillions. Yeah, yeah infinity, like enough for everyone to have. Four copies. Of but it. I do see sealed cases from that era, like that used to be, you couldn't give it away. You know, now they're like 100 bucks, 200 bucks. And I know people that are buying cases for 10, 15 bucks. So I don't know cases if. Cases or boxes? Uh, no, uh, sealed, sealed cases. Yeah, but even boxes. You could just, used to be able to buy boxes for like a dollar, and now I see them like five, ten, eight bucks. You know, just because the macro. Yeah, they're they're just buying that stuff. So when did this current era of growth start from one man's point of view, your point of view? Um, the last 2012 was a really big, the 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 card market and the whole collapse in like 07 um, took a big hit. It slowly came back, and then in 2012 
everything just kind of went nuts again. It seemed like people were starting to make money and starting to move money in other investments. And that's when cards really took off again. Like if you would have bought, um, give some examples, like a 52 mantle rookie. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of grading with PSA and like for an example, a PSA mantle rookie in 2008, eight, eight. Eight. So they grade down a one to 10 scale. Um, in 2012, a mantle rookie in an eight would probably be 60,000. And today it's 500,000. Solid ROI. Yeah. You know, I, I think the graphs, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a financial advisor, so, uh, you know, I'm going to put that out there, but I believe cards that produce better than the stock market in the last 10 years. If you bought, um, you know, the good graded stuff. What have, what have been some of the biggest bets you've made that have not panned out in the last five years? Let's keep it to that window. In the last five years? Mm-hmm. I've hit pretty good in the last five years. Because you're getting better? I'm getting better. And taking um, less well, I know ridiculous I, risks? Yeah. I, I, it's when, so when, as far as football goes, I've kind of learned my lesson that football the only... Football sucks? Well... I think football sucks. I only invest... I love football, but football cards are like just not... Can't, outside of Sam Darnold. I only invest in quarterbacks. I learned that lesson because nobody cares about any other position. They could be the greatest person. Just nobody cares. Quarterbacks get all the attention. Um, so I've learned that lesson the hard way with that being said, um, I did dump a couple hundred thousand into Matt castle, like, 50, <laughs> um, so that one stung. I still have it. I refuse to sell it. It's probably worth, you know, a thousand bucks. Right. And so I'm into it. I'm into it for like 200 K. Yeah. That would be um, a loss. That, that one's I'm going to chalk up to a loss. I don't think Matt castle is going to make a big comeback. For, no, I don't see that, for, but he for, could turn into the greatest head coach of all time. And then maybe it, that thousand would be worth 4,000. Yeah. Yeah. So keep hoping, brother. Um, Kerry Kittles. I, I mean. Oh God. I went God. big on Kerry Kittles. Thank God I wasn't doing cards when Kerry Kittles came out. I don't even want to say. I'm, I. There. I don't even want to say this, but I literally thought Kerry Kittles was gonna be like the next Michael Jordan. Like I thought Kerry Kittles was gonna be outrageous. Yeah. He really wasn't. He was a solid player, but. I've I've swung and missed, and. Uh, what else? Give me a couple more. These are fun. Ron Mercer. Greg Vaughn in baseball. Oh, I loved he hit fifty that one year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ninety leaf. Mm-hmm. Had thousands of them. I mean, what was um, your what, what? Let's go the other way. Give me one or two recent monster hits or in the last five years. Um, what was the biggest hit? Because for context, while Jason thinks, and I'll let him think a little bit. I, I think what also connects us is we both like playing the same way ish. I think I got my weird cards, and he's probably got some different nuances, but. The classics, and because we like basketball, that speaks to Wilt and Jerry West and Bill Russell and Dr. J. Da, 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 da. Um, and then on the new stuff, like it's fun to like, like, like I'm sitting here going through like a ton of De'Aaron Foxes in my hand, right? Like, I just think De'Aaron Fox is gonna be a great, great player, and it's either gonna be Kerry Kittles or it's gonna be Kawhi Leonard, and that is the bet. And for a lot of people listening, like if you have a like, I, to me, it's less about who your favorite player is because you're gonna go into Steph and Giannis and things of that nature. And a lot of you that follow Jason and I, you know, and Jason's really the infrastructure, we're the ones who are buying up all that Giannis stuff that obviously, and he, how much did we sell them for that one day on Instagram? 300? Yeah. Or like 200? Three, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Low. They, I think they doubled since. More, I mean, what are they, they've come down from 700, of course. Yeah, of course. It's like 600. Still? Still? Still. But it's not about your favorite player, it's about who do you think is on the verge of actually popping? Like if I'm giving my two cents here and you're listening, like what athlete 
do you think is about to really, Lou, how about this? Actually, this is very topical. Lou, what about, this is Lou Janot, he's been my right hand on all this at at VaynerMedia and and obviously on this stuff and 137. Lou, you and Tyler, Mm -hmm. Tyler, my admin, a bunch of you guys know and follow at Tyler, you guys crushed US Women's World Cup arbitrage. Give me that, give me that. Yeah, so. uh, Break it down for you. Yep. You, You and Tyler in general are about soccer. Yep. I've gotten into soccer since I joined. What did you look at? I was, I was looking, looking at Giannis's prices. Um, Giannis PSA ten. Anyway, go ahead. Go, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So Tyler and I bought a box of Panini Donra soccer because um, we were looking for cool stuff, and we found a Road to France autograph card in there. I didn't know that it was in there until we got it. It was a Tobin Heath, which is awesome because she's, oh, yeah, awesome. she's awesome. Yep. You know where she's from? No. Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Cool. Love New Jersey. Great state. Um, <laughs> we then saw those and we were like, cool. Where were you born? New Jersey. You should have been way more enthusiastic about what I just said. <laughs> what, the Tobin Heath part? Yeah, I'm fired up. Okay, good. It's, <laughs> it's a quiet room. What do you want me to do? Um, <laughs> loud. What do you mean? Anyway, so you see that. Yes. You so, yeah. The women's team was 100% going to win the World Cup. It was pretty obvious to me and Tyler. Um, so we were like, great. Let's buy some of the autograph cards. They were pretty cheap. We got Carly Lloyd cards for $7. We got Tobin Heath cards for like $9. Crystal Dunn, et cetera. So we bought 15 cards in total, spent $74. We've sold six of them. We sold another one today, and we're up to 200 bucks in profit. Very nice job. Thank you. But you didn't go hard on, like, the Rapino. Yeah, and, so like, we didn't even, I was scared. I was scared that we were going to get killed a little bit, and those were, like, $40 for Alex Morgan, and now they're, like, 120 Yeah, see? Jason, analyze that. I lost. It's okay. Like, when they, when you hear that, you're so disappointed in him because he goes, the women's team is guaranteedly going to win, but then he was still scared. Now, listen, he's got like $8, so it's all contextual. You're losing $200,000 here on Matt Castle and lose like, what the So like, you know, there's a little bit of that, but uh, talk about conviction. Well, I was just, the way I was talk about Talk about where you up on conviction in the last two to three years. Talk about something you were convictioned about. You had huge, huge conviction and you know in your heart, like this is time to be a transparent, you know in your heart, you actually just went 15% or 50. Like you, you hedged it emotionally and financially, but you had massive conviction and then tell us the story of the outcome. By the way, this is how, this is how I text him at like two in the morning. I'm like, yeah. give me a story. Like, <laughs> go ahead. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Yeah, I go mean, ahead. I was, I love the guy. We went, not, I mean, I probably. You thought, didn't sell off after that bad September. I did. You know who else sold off after that bad September? Everyone. Me. Did you? But not in card form. Lou, do you remember in our fantasy league? I had him for two years. I, I didn't, no, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't keep him. I pump him for two years in our league. He's gonna be the greatest Yankee. Everybody thought I was like overhyping him. That's what I always do. And then he comes up in September, doesn't play well, and you have to keep seven keepers in that league. We've now evolved our league. And I didn't even keep him on my like roster because he was only five dollars, and he got drafted for seven, not by me, and exploded. I held and held, and then I just realized I had so much tied up in him. I didn't. How want much for context? Two two hundred fifty thousand. Go ahead. I mean, you're not a crazy amount, but a decent amount for one for one. It's guy. crazy, Caleb, for a collector, but this is his business. Got it. Like you're you're buying expensive cameras around here. Like you you about boom mic. So go ahead. So. You, what did you do that September? You dumped a little bit. I dumped probably 80%. 80%. Yeah. 
You saw, you like me, saw enough sample size. He, he's gonna strike out. His swing is too wide, and we got. Yeah, um, I want to touch on something. Real quick, I, I was, I was thinking, you dumped real quick, and you're, yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you. Don't forget, you dumped the two, two, eighty percent of two fifty. Mm. What would have that two fit? What do you? What did that two fifty? What did it multiply the next year when he lost his mind? Seven hundred k. Three x. Yeah. Three x. Instead, I took. I ended up taking a, like a loss. Right, because you know, if you look at the math there, you kept forty of it. Three x did one hundred twenty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, to touch base when Lou said he was buying up all the women's soccer, um, Olympic stuff's interesting. It's and it's a great spot for investment. Looking, I think you need to look more in advance. Like, and right now, like swimming is going to be hot for three months and a year from now, um, and ten other things. But women's soccer, like eight months ago, if you're thinking. You know what's going to be hot right now? The, what you know is the women's soccer team good? This is something people can research the same way you're going to research minor league baseball. Real quick, is, go ahead, keep going. I'm is sorry. the women's soccer team going to be awesome? If so, right now we can buy anything we want for nothing because no one's thinking about it. And then eight months later, when it's the hottest thing in the world for two months, you're literally going to make ten extra money. We spent seventy four dollars. If we would spend two hundred seventy four dollars, we would make a dollar. Yeah. I mean, look, I'll I'll give you a good one. I think there's a lot of very educated UFC fans. When you know, when you see that somebody's coming up that you think can beat the bigger star, UFC cards very immature market. Yeah. But it's there. It's there if you Google the person's name. And that's a huge arbitrage because UFC, because of the nature of its league, is in a place where if you're a deep UFC fan and you really know about youngsters, like the because rea- I do this for boxing. Like I knew Errol Spence Jr. was going to be a beast forever, long before. By the way, almost nobody who's listening right now still knows who Errol Spence Jr. is. Like you know, obviously, you know if you know the big names, who could beat Ronda? Who could beat Conor? Who could you know? You think about these things, and what's amazing about UFC, even more than boxing, is it's a one punch, one move sport. So if you think about the up end, it gets attention all the Instagram videos of the thing. So I think one of the arbitrages for a lot of people here because UFC is so popular is who's the UFC fighter right now that you think is actually really great? You could buy him or her up pretty heavily. Especially, I mean, you want really nothing. And then, especially if you know that they're two fights away from being on the card or even when they get announced and they're a heavy underdog, I mean, you're talking about massive bumps. I made a fortune on Buster Douglas cards but the really? world boxing, remember the WBA cards? I do. But which are still junk right now. Yeah, yeah it's all emotion. I, I, That's what you're talking about. It's all emotion. Huge upset one day, eBay goes off for a week. You know? Uh, how about this? Pay attention to the Thursday night football game matchup. And because everybody's been pent up for the NFL season, look at who the two quarterbacks are. And like, you can get little spikes. When the pit exists, the pit.com and you were really trading back in the day. I bought up Josh Beckett before the Yankees and Marlins played in the World Series and I was like, well, the, if the Marlins are probably not gonna win this World Series but if they do, it's gonna be on the back of Josh Beckett. Sure enough, Beckett close out the Yan- closes out the Yankees in Yankee Stadium and I sold them all on the pit and that was when it was convoluted, no market, very small. eBay's real, like emotion spikes hot, I mean, yeah. real high, real fast. 
Yeah, really fast. Like, what have you seen, Lou, in the last couple? Because I really want some people to take 100, 200, 400 bucks right, right off this podcast and go make a couple bucks. Anything that you saw? I mean, obviously, the Women's World, World Cup World soccer. Cup, yeah. Anything else in the last couple? Um, I think the thing that I'm thinking about the most for our stuff is, like, off-season basketball. Really but is close. there off-season basketball? Yes, okay. there is, 100%. Oh, awesome. I mean... E- eBay is just such an awesome tool. You, I mean, if you put the time in right now, just you could buy on eBay and then resell on eBay and make a hundred grand a year. Just I fully believe that. Buying some of lots of cards, yeah. you know, if someone has a lot of five. People don't want to buy a lot of five; they want one. Buy that, breaking them up individually, you'll make Hustle. money. Work. Look for stuff ending. Oh, but Gary V, what about the time of breaking it down? But Jason, what about you have to ship all five of them separately? Everything takes work. Yeah, put the time in. Cool, go get your job at an office. Enjoy it. I mean, I search every day. Stuff ending at, you know, 11 in the morning, noon, like ending at weird times. It goes to like- Misspellings. Yeah, I always type in Jordan five different ways. I mean, I don't wanna give out too many secrets, but yeah. (laughs) Let's give out more secrets, Jason, because we're here to bring value. $1,000, you're spending $1,000 on eBay in sports card right this second, what are you doing? I know this is well below your game, but I, we're trying to help people. Yeah, the timing. Right this second. Yeah, the timing I'm buying basketball. I'm, right I'm, this second. I'm looking at... I know, but you're gonna have to... I know that it, it's hard because it's not exactly what you're doing, but like right now, if you can figure it out, you're, and I'll give mine, and I'm a li- I've been out of it for the last two or three weeks, and then Lou, you've been in it, so you'll give yours. Ready? Lou, you go first. $1,000. I $1,000 and I can buy anything. Right this second. Uh, and actually let's play out the game right because I, I was like okay Dr. J rookie but then I was like eh like and you have to turn it into the most money on December 31st go Donovan Mitchell Donovan Mitchell truly Donovan Which, Mitchell prism rookie prism, cards 2016 PSA 10 how I, much are they I, I'm thinking about raw they're like $5 but PSA 10 is probably like Wait a minute, 30 you, I'm sorry I'm not leaving I, 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 have like, I, have, I have like 100 of them if you, you, you want to buy <laughs> yeah, so yeah, raw cards are like $5 a piece and in the season when he becomes as good as I think he is and when the Jazz are as good as everybody thinks they're going to be, those cards are going to be 20 to $30 each probably. Raw. Raw. So that's your bet. Yeah. Okay, fine. Jason? Russell Westbrook and James Harden. I'm super bullish on the Rockets this year. I think James finally gets it done. And I think people forget how much they hate him and... They win the title and everyone thinks they're the greatest and they buy, they start buying. But, so you're saying you're gonna buy one James yep. Harden rookie card, because it's a thousand. Jason, it's the game we're playing, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I like lose 20 minutes ago, I told you you could say anything and give bullet points, you could have saved it there. The game we're playing, Jason, right now, is you have $1,000 okay, and you're get, trying to make, um, listen, you're smart, this is, what, uh, this okay. is why I, I with you. $1,000 right now. Okay. December 31st. Go. You go. Come back to me. I'm going with... I'm going with... December 31st. I'm gonna... I'm gonna go with something weird because I want to win because I'm gonna tweet this on December 31st. December 31st. Football quarterback. I'll give you my whole thought process. Sam Darnold, no, I don't want to tell them that because I want to buy them all. 
I'm gonna give that's my healthy. problem. I have three of them, but I can't say it. Well, sure you can. You could be a good guy once in your life and give one away. Give a secret away, baby. I'm doing. I just did it. I'm, you know I'm act. Didn't we just buy 23 Darnolds? Let's go. Um, okay. Um, December 31st, Patrick Mahomes. I'll give you a crazy one that ran through my mind. Josh Rosen, super low. Gonna be the Dolphins' quarterback. God forbid. Not much more room on the, to go down. Right. So Josh Rosen's a real. If like, by the way, if you're listening and you're about Josh Rosen, that one on December 31st, if the Dolphins are 11 and like three, and he's lights out, is gonna. They're that card's through the roof. Baker's high already, but the Browns are going to be Liddy. Um, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> God, I love Deshaun Watson. I with Deshaun Watson. I'm probably buying Deshaun Watson December 31st, basketball, baseball, offseason. Hockey, hockey, hockey. Who's that new kid? That Hockey market blows, right? There's like... It's soft, yeah. It's, it's really super soft. soft. UFC, Which probably UFC, means it's a UFC, great time to buy. Manny Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao. December 31st, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. Culture. I love just watching his brain. 2020, 2020, 2020. Lou, you want to jump in with no, a better no, no, answer? I know, I, I know I think you're going to end up saying. That's all. I already know. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know because I'm not very, sh- I don't feel sharp right now. One, uh, you want me to give you one of my three that I'm, I'm really. Yes, I want you to bring value to my audience. I'm not here to like hang yeah. out with you. Andrew Luck, Andrew, and I. Pers- Andrew Luck tops Chrome. They're like ten bucks, which is raw, raw. They're like, but it's like a sixty. By the way, for everybody, because some people are like probably got captivated by this. Like, like are like, what's raw? Raw is when the card is not in a case graded. Graded is when it's in a case graded. There's a big delta. How much is Darnold raw right now? Ten, fifteen, probably. And graded as te- as a ten. Fifty. Yeah. Right. So just to give you context. Uh, I'm gonna go with. So yeah, Lux ten dollars ungraded and like a fifty or sixty dollar ten, and that's he might he yeah, he might be the best quarterback this year. I'm gonna go with Darren. I don't. I think Dak Prescott. I think Prescott sucks. I think he stinks. I think he's an awesome kid. I think he stinks as a football player. I don't give a if he has. He's just not good. Stocks. Um, I think Deshaun Watson's way better. Um, Kamara. Ooh, Kyle. With Murray. Watson, he's got to be careful about injury, Kyle though. Murray. I mean, any of these quarterbacks—that's that, the biggest thing. Kyle Murray. A thousand dollars by December thirty-first. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Josh Rosen. PSA ten prisms. Look it up right now, Little Lou. That's where I'm actually going. I'm going with Josh Rosen. PSA ten prisms. Here's why. The upside is off the charts. Yeah, he's the softest of the quarterbacks in the last couple of years. I can't. I gotta believe that card is soft right now. Is I bet another fairly safe one right now. I think is Anthony Davis prisms. I think people are hyped about the Lakers. It'll calm down a little bit, and there'll be a two or three month window where he's just a great, great. He's player. an amazing player. Put in PSA ten. Go to PSA 10. Type it in. Now to use eBay. 16.26. Yeah, uh, Josh Rosen. 16. It costs eight dollars to grade one. Yeah. Right. It costs how much? Does one or two? Guys, Josh, that's mine. Yours. 
Oh, you you went with Luck, or you, is that where you're going? I'm going with Luck. And your Luck. You're sticking with Donovan Mitchell. Okay, there we go. Parting shots. Any things people should be thinking about? Buy top series two wax and try to pull a Gary V auto card. How crazy? Have you looked at all? Because we're friends. Have you seen how crazy? It's yeah. I mean, I see. Yeah, I see you posting. It's it's it's, it's crazy, Lou. I'm not even that active. The demand is like real. Like I like. The the one of one red something just went so like, off. Yeah, it was like Bryce Harper, like 105 or something. What's it? I don't even know. That's crazy. Oh, national. Yes. The national will probably come out right. The national will happen right after we put this out because uh, we're filming it maybe a week from now or whatever. If that feel right, Dustin? Do you have any sense? You have no idea. You're not in charge of that. <laughs> uh, what is the national? And when is it? Where is it? And. And if you're in Chicago or Chicago area road trip, come and see me. I have a table there. I'm rekindling 1992 and I'm setting up a baseball card table, a sports card table for four days and doing it as a dealer. We'll literally be standing behind my table saying, hey, you want to buy my July, July 31st, August 4th, Rosemont Convention Center, Chicago. Um, we're going to be, you're selling stuff. We're going to be buying stuff too. Bring us stuff. To I'm buy, I mean, buy anything. Now, I, Dealers, the, the the big time players like you go Tuesday night? I'll probably be there Monday, yeah. So yeah. I'm doing deals Monday night in the hotel and then Tuesday. I'll be there Monday to Monday. So I'll be there for a full week, yeah. I already have deals lined up, you know, to to buy outside do you know, the show. Do you know the number one thing I'm going to do? Wednesday morning when it's like. You've told me this, so yeah. I'm going to just like, with, I'm, so, I'm so excited. I'm just going to get there, get a nice little coffee. You know, it's early. It's Wednesday which I assume is a soft day in the morning in comparison to Saturday, but I have no idea. Wednesday's bigger, busier than Saturday. Night? Wednesday's for dealer, yeah, I mean that's- Because it's dealer, dealer yeah. action, not the casual right. fans, but nonetheless, I'm gonna walk around, and a lot of the tables I saw last year have like huge boxes, everything a dollar, 10 for a dollar, 50, you know? And I'm gonna really, really scope, like I'm gonna spend three hours, like really, four hours, really analyzing, and I'm gonna buy one dude out. And I'm gonna buy out his like setup of like every card's a dollar. I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna walk it to my table and put it down and put every card's two dollars. And I'm gonna enjoy the out of the next three days selling two dollar cards that I paid a dollar for. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. And, and if I buy that many from the dollar table, I'm gonna expect it for 64 cents a pop. So let's yeah, go. And, and every, there's, there's guys, there's a couple of guys there every year that wanna get bought. I mean, I usually buy three or four booths out every year. And just they, bought out? Yeah, just the whole booth. They just, they're ready to. What range are those tables selling for? The, uh, like, you know, 50 grand to 200 grand is, you know, the real range. money. Caleb. People are just ready to be done with it. Dust, do you ever collect cards? Pokemon? <laughs> Pokemon's huge. It's big. Huge. Series one Pokemon is real, bro. Magic? Black Lotus? Yeah, Black Lotus. Sold for like 180 grand or something? Magic and Pokemon are real as That same card that just sold for, I think, 170,000, like seven or eight years ago, went for 8,000. Excuse me? The Black Lotus BGS 9.5 just sold for like 170 or what? Was it 8,000? 8,000. 10 years ago. Give something more normal for everybody. Like, in a, give me one more, just because I want to inspire with data people to dig in and do their homework. Give me a was selling for a hundred bucks a year or two ago, 
and now selling for something, like something that, you, you know who's listening, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to get like that hustler kid who like has who's been to sneakers or just wants to, or is all these people that call me like, or email, call me, email me or what have you, or like, Gary, I'm gonna build the next Uber. I know, I know I gotta go, but I'm enjoying this podcast. Uh, Gary I'm gonna, like, everybody's got these trillion dollar, like, Facebook movie ambitions, and I'm like, yo, bro, make your first 100,000 bucks. Yeah. So for the person that's got, like, $80, or like, or like $800, who could buy eight of, you know, like, give me a story in the last 24 months that you know, like, 50 bucks, now 280, like, a hundred, like one that really pops out. I mean Giannis, or do you want to? Something else, and something a little further back, because Giannis is happening actively, like I mean, right now. Le- I mean, LeBron Chromes. Okay, LeBron Chrome rookies. Yep, in tens. In tens, yep. which I've been buying up also for about a thousand on average, right? Well, 1050 on average, right? Oh yeah, 1050 to 1200, 10, maybe 1100 on average. So, so, so let's call it 11, what's that? We got a good deal of prices Yeah, that's right, when that one big bulk deal. But like, how many do we have? Yeah, I have. And I have more than you. Well, dude, I have, <laughs> I have more marketing employees yeah. than you. I mean, we you know we have our you're you're a company. Bro. So that card four or five years ago was three hundred fifty bucks, and I it was dirt cheap, and I bought a bunch, and I ended up selling out at like six fifty seven hundred, and then they're twelve hundred now. They're twelve hundred now, so I should have held them. I think it's going to twenty five hundred. I think LeBron is a, like for a, LeBron is a ridiculous buy. Because he's iconic, like all these people are LeBroned out, like in 23 years, LeBron. Well, and I think people need to understand the difference between LeBron and a gamble. Like LeBron is gonna give you a lower return, but a much safer- By percentage. Percentage wise. But the downside's almost zero right now. It, it's it's almost a free roll. There's no way it goes below a thousand. The only times it goes below 1200 in the next decade is if we have a complete economic meltdown. It'd have to be totally complete though, because- Which could ha- hopefully happen. It would be great, I would love I'd be for, pumped, yeah. because then I'm gonna buy tops the company instead of more Chrome Well, buy every, I'm gonna buy every, yeah, I would love for baseball cards to go to nothing because I would load up. I don't like baseball. Well, when I, when I, oh, when, when I the say, term of baseball I, cards, I, I yeah. Use, I, use I do too, because we're old. 80% of what I buy is basketball, and I still say baseball, because everyone just calls them baseball Well, that's cards. what I, yeah. that, Jace, thanks for being on. Awesome. We'll have you back. For everybody, we'll have Jason back on maybe post-national and we will go hardcore Q&A only, so be prepared. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.